Hello and welcome. This is Our Music Oddcast. My name is Kendra. I'm Olivia. I'm Lindsay. And today we're going to be talking about Billy Corgan and sex with shapeshifters. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a fucking album title or something. It kind of (laughs) does. All right. William Patrick Corgan Jr. is lead singer, songwriter, guitarist for Smashing Pumpkins. He started the band with James Eha in 1998 in Illinois. Olivia's hairstyle guide. Yes, and I think he's pretty foxy, or at least he was. I haven't seen him recently, but... 1988? Yeah. You said 98? Oh, yeah, 1988, thank you. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, that's good. That's important. Um, In Illinois, Billy was working at a record store, and they became friends there, which is funny, because I think we've had a couple... That's how it usually... Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember ever really talking to anyone at a record store when I was younger. I don't know if you guys did. I was there a lot. I remember, like trying to awkwardly like flirt with people and then just <laughs> running away but I still do that so I guess nothing's really yeah, changed yeah I really did that too <laughs> anytime I went into because I was always big on going to Wooden Nickel which is one of our local um, record stores I because I would save up my lunch money every week and then like go buy because they had like some of the discount used CDs that you could buy pretty cheap oh, or yeah. albums that had a and good selection yeah. yeah there was usually just like old dudes in there mm-hmm. like really yeah. old and that was about it. You can always like tell how long you've, how long it's been since you've like cleaned a room in your house if you find like by how many wooden nickels you find I know. in there. <laughs> I have a bag of a, a ton. I keep like wanting to take them in there and use them, but because <laughs> they give you one whenever you buy an album, and then when you have um, ten, you get five dollars off. Yeah, yeah, so, that's what it is. Which is pretty neat. All right, but after playing out a few shows. They met Darcy, and she actually was arguing with Billy Corgan outside of a show. Foreshadowing for... Yeah. (laughs) Set the tone for what's to come for many years. Yes. Um, So she joined the band, and then soon after, Jimmy Chamberlain. And they recorded Gish in 1991. Do you guys like that album? I I do. I love Gish. Yes. I actually really like all of their albums, even the stuff that they've you know, come out with recently that I haven't listened to anything past movies. melancholy. There's some really good stuff. I really like adore. And a lot of people, I do are, too. A, a lot of people think it sounds really, really dated, I guess with kind of the, um, the electronic, like electronic stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I like it. So, yeah, I was actually I like just listening too. to it today. No, somebody was giving me shit for that one time and I was like, okay, well that and, and this, like your opinion, man. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the song that they wrote for the lost highway soundtrack. Um, I think it was just called I, that oh, also yeah, was yeah, kind of yeah. like the first step towards, you know, um, the electronic sound that they that was a pretty bitchin soundtrack as far as soundtracks oh my go. god yeah. i loved that soundtrack yeah. it was so good the movie was cool too but i still listen to that nine inch nail song Perfect yeah <laughs> so good yeah i remember loving that whole album um okay so they recorded gish in 1991 um which was unfortunately overshadowed by nirvana's nevermind which came out and you know that got all the everything the press all the things. everything yeah. all the people buying albums so um, while recording Gish, the band grew <coughs> a pretty rough patch. Um, Corgan hadn't really recorded in a studio setting before, like a serious. So he got kind of manic and was <laughs> trying to control a lot of what was going on. Um, I think that that would be easy to do when you're writing the songs and say, you know I how you like want to sound. That's a normal story of like I'm yeah. just thinking of like everyone that I know. 
like not everyone that I know that like is like the main songwriter in the yeah. in the bands, but like most of them, and they have to have their hands in like every aspect. It would be of hard because it. it's yeah. kind of like your baby. You you know you know what it should be, what it could be, and then when other people interfere, sometimes it you know even if it goes in a better direction, it has to be hard at first. Like sometimes, I like I don't I don't know like. I trust the producers and I trust my yeah. bandmates to like have their say, I guess. Which is good. More than That's how you don't break up. <laughs> right. Well, it's like, yeah, sometimes you got to have like the dude that's like working on the album be the person. Yeah. To be like, no, that sounds like shit. And you're like, oh, but if a bandmate would have told me that, it would have been a fight. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's cool. So before recording their second album, um, Siamese Dream, which came out in 1992, the band really struggled. Billy was a little lost and wasn't sure where he wanted to go musically because he had just poured everything into Gesh, and he knew exactly how that he wanted that to sound, and he just didn't have the same idea for Siamese Dream. Oh, Billy's lost. I know. Mm. (laughs) Um, James and Darcy, who'd had kind of a tumultuous relationship, broke up for good. <coughs> Jimmy Chamberlain was really struggling with ju- with drug addiction at the time, but they got their shit together because that's a great album. Um, what, did you say that was Siamese, Siamese Dream? Dream? That's yeah. a great album. Oh, so yeah. good. Sold over four million cop- uh, copies in the U.S. alone, and after that, they headed Lollapalooza, which was you know probably one of the biggest tours at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that's funny because I don't know if you guys remember hearing a lot of stories about. Billy Corgan's many feuds with bands. He had kind of a rough go on the Lollapalooza tour, just like not getting along with. I some mean, of the I people. can I can definitely see that. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember the Simpsons episode? Yeah, Homer, Homer Palooza. Palooza. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed pretty likable there. Yeah, and they. I think all the band members did. Yeah, they like did their, their voices. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. That's funny. I'm just thinking of Bob's Burgers now, <laughs> like um, when they have like that lady and they're like talking about like, yeah, she sings songs that are obviously about her vagina, but not. And she's like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, wait, how's that song go? That's not going to bother me now. <laughs> no, I, think, I, mean, I used to sing it all the time and I was really good at it, but I can't think of what she says. I can't yeah. either. And he's like, oh God, you're right. <laughs> so I'll think of it near yeah. the end. <laughs> So Corgan wrote 56 songs for their next double album, which, you know, became Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Around that time, they dropped producer Butch Vig, which had worked on their other albums with them, instead hired British producer Flood. And the band was kind of divided over the His change. name's Flood. His name's like Flood. Just Flood. There's yep. our, there's our, our <laughs> token uh, name. Weird name. Yeah, yeah have on every. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank God for people's like weird fucking names. I know. Flood. Like, that's pretty badass. <laughs> the cool thing about the way that he had them record, though, because you know, usually you start and it's like, oh, we lay down the drums and then build on top of that, and it's real separate. He had them like set up and play in a rehearsal spot like a, in his studio and they would like play through all the songs play through different versions and then like see what worked the best before they would actually record which is pretty cool that was a great album yeah it's so good like, yeah that has my favorite Smashing Pumpkin song on it yeah Life is <laughs> so Melancholy and The Infinite Sadness it was let me see 10 times platinum in the U.S. 
nominated for seven Grammys winning best hard rock performance for Billet, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. I said Billet. <laughs> <laughs> so songs not included on the album made it onto a B-side release box set called The Aeroplane Flies High. Do you guys, mm-hmm. you guys listen to that? Mm-hmm. I love that too. And this is around the time that Billy shaved his head for the first time. Mm-hmm. Which I liked his hair. I thought his hair was kind of cool. Yeah, he crazy, had like really, curly. Yeah, like, yeah, beautiful curls. I, I know. It's so basically like curls, his like iconic look, though. It is. It's like as soon as he shaved his head, and he like, started doing like weird makeup and stuff yeah, around that time kind of goth, too. The goth look. Yeah, and had like the zero. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have one of those? Because I did. I didn't. <laughs> I remember anytime you'd go into a store like Spencer's, or we had like 29th yep. and Urban, and a couple other places, you'd see those shirts. I went to Catholic schools for a while, so I didn't really have a lot of clothes outside of my uniform. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking about that music video for <coughs> for Bullet with Butterfly Wings. Yeah, I just remember like the people climbing over each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was pretty weird. Like, um, yeah. I was a kid. I mean, yeah. when did that come out? It was like '95. Yeah. 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 So I was like 10 years old, and yeah. Well, like five years after that came mm-hmm. out. Uh, my mom helped me make the outfit, the Darcy, oh, the Darcy videos. Outfit. Yeah, like the silver with the fur. <laughs> yes, it looked really, it looked really cute. I love. She still had it. Yeah, that album. Like I didn't really get into it until I was like in middle school, and then I was just like yeah. fucking obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I kind of caught on a little bit early. I think um, between Gish and Siamese Dream. Mm-hmm. And I like listened to Siamese Dream so many times, and I, you know, we talked earlier, but they had really good music videos always. And mm-hmm. I remember the um, the video for today where he's the ice cream man, kind of driving around. I mean, that's not their best, but it's it's another it's standout ones, one for yeah. sure. Also in '96, I don't know if you guys remember this, but that was when a girl from Dublin, Ireland, was crushed to death in a mosh pit. Do you guys yes, I have heard about that. Okay, yeah, because yeah, they, I think they canceled their next show, which I think was in Belfast. But I remember going to concerts around that time, and you know they were trying to really control the audience because of that. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah, very sad. I think she was very young. I don't have you know, her age written down. Obviously, but. people didn't understand the rules of the pit. Yeah, <laughs> someone falls down, you pick someone up. Yeah. Nope, didn't get it. Didn't get the memo. Yes, and kind of a bad year for them because also on July 11th their touring keyboardist Jonathan Malvoin I'm probably going to butcher I'm probably butchering that died of an overdose and Jimmy Chamberlain he overdosed the same night but was arrested for possession and then possibly administering the fatal dose which that charge was later dropped but I think that rumor has been still going around for a long time. They're like, oh, oh I've he never killed heard the guy. That one. Oh, I, yeah, it was like big at the time. Yeah, that was huge news. Yeah. I remember that. Because, like, weren't they supposed to play here and they, they got did. canceled because of that? No, or they like still a, went on. No, they still but went But they, they had, it was like right around that time and they had the replacement. Um, really? Like for here, the, here? Like Fort Wayne? Yeah. yeah. Really? Because I remember I, I was going to go to that show. It was it was like a money issue. I didn't, mm-hmm. um, which so I've missed so many good people because of for sure. know, being broke. But um, but yeah, that's why um, I don't remember what I've seen. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Can but yeah, they, they played in Fort Wayne. Um, never mind. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so the band fired Jamber- or Chamberlain. And they hired touring drummer Matt Walker and then keyboardist Dennis... Lemon? F- Fleming? Fleming? <laughs> I'm, like, sitting right now with, like, my hair is long enough that I can, like, put my back against it on the chair. 
But I'm like making really weird faces. At I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> like, uh, no, I was just thinking about how I remember the Bob's Burger song now. What, what's it called? <laughs> oil spill. Oh yeah. Oil spill. <laughs> Usually I do it better than that, but my throat kind of hurts. I also realized that I forgot to talk about um, Pisces Iscariot. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So should probably mention that. Wait, when did that? Ninety four. Oh, so it's before. Oh, it's a it's a B sides. Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. In nineteen ninety four, they released Pisces Iscariot, which it it actually did better on the charts than um, than Siamese Dream. It's one of oh. my favorite albums. I my favorite song for Alan Bedazzled is actually on that album. What's the hit from that album? Don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Not trying to stump anybody. No, yeah. it's okay. It doesn't matter. If you know the hit, if you know the hit, tell us. Hotline. Yes. <laughs> and I'm getting there to the. Oh, I did have it right. <coughs> okay, Jonathan Mulvoin. Oh. So. Right. Yeah, Flemian. Okay. Okay. There you go. So, okay, Chamberlain was fired. So the band continued to tour with drummer Matt Walker and keyboardist. Dennis Flemian or Flamoin yes. or something <laughs> Flambe. So they tried a different route with their next album Adore. They had, you know, um, drum machines and electronic instruments and sounds they added in. They recorded the song I, which we talked about for David Lynch's Lost Highway soundtrack and then they decided to continue um, kind of down that that route. And at the time, that was kind of a weird time for rock music. It was when everything was really changing and some of those bands weren't doing as well. I think, yeah, we talked about that a little bit on on a different episode. Yeah, Yeah. I think we did. The the post-Cobain years. Yeah. Yeah. So they contributed The End is the Beginning is the End to the Batman and Robin soundtrack, the worst Batman movie. Well, maybe the worst. I, I, I think watched it was the, the worst. Great soundtracks. <laughs> All the Batman movies. I love the, <laughs> the Batman Forever soundtrack. Plus <laughs> 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 the Flaming Lips song. And yeah, yeah. The there's all kinds stuff. of... I mean, on, there on is both the, soundtracks, the song that Kendra was coming for us. Yeah, um, Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, like, Seal. I wish I would have thought of that when Ben Carr was our guest because <laughs> he fucking hates that song. Uh, Does he? <laughs> it's terrible. But yeah. I mean, it's not. That's oh, me to say. Yeah. It's, oh, it's not I a terrible song, but it's. I don't know why it bothers him so much, but like that and Beck. So like that's like my oh, vengeance because he mean, always Beck. fucks with me about Pearl Jam. Yeah. No, I know a lot of people. Uh, just kind of ironically like Kiss from a Rose, but I don't know anybody that is actually like, I really hate that song. I hated the U2 <laughs> song on that soundtrack too. It was oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I feel like they have Kill Me, Kiss Me. I yeah. have, I have yeah, feelings no, that like terrible. that about a lot of U2 songs. So. Oh, I do too. It, I've had like such a weird relationship with them because I hated them for such a long time because mm-hmm. I, I kind of couldn't stand Bono. Um, but as I get older, I can't deny some of their good songs for sure and I've been listening to them a lot actually that's why I didn't <laughs> so. come out and say that I hate them I just said that I have sharp feelings about a yeah. whole lot of their songs I hate I that do. song that they had in the Apple commercial oh, that God. was like un, dos, tres, catorce I'm like <laughs> one, two, three, fourteen yeah what? <laughs> that and I hated Bono's whole look forever with the glasses I don't know why it bothered me so much but it just did <laughs> oh no I don't like I don't like the, the tinted glasses yeah. look either 
a lot of people a lot of people will kind of just adopt that look for a little while that, like a lot of people will just have like blue tinted glasses the guys with like the, Paul the chemical did that for a long time yeah. and I'm like well, some people can pull doing? that stuff off and then some people can't yeah I know but yeah, the guy from um, Chemical Brothers had the yellow glasses, and for some reason that didn't bother me at all. Hmm. I think yeah. it just made sense. I think it's yeah. just because it's Bono. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. And he called himself Bono. and Yeah, it's like like the producer flood. It's like yeah. <laughs> the one word names. Like, so, like Madonna can do it. Everybody else can fuck right off. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, so fine. many opinions. <laughs> Kendra, you always get so angry. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have a temper. I'm so laid back. That's, I've been lying to myself for years and I'm finally starting to like realize like, no, the fuse is shorter than I thought. It's like a therapist session too. We're like uncovering things. <laughs> Making discoveries about ourselves here. Yes. <laughs> Three years from now, we're going to be totally, <coughs> we're going to be totally different people. Yeah. <laughs> But that song, The End is the Beginning is the End, um, won a Grammy for Best Hard Rock Performance. Mm. I know. So after, oh, okay, well, not after, but um, before they were writing the songs for Adore, Corgan went through a divorce and his mother died. Mm. It's actually really sad. So they released... That's a rough year. I know. Poor guy. So they released Adore in 1998 and... Sold about 830,000 copies in the U.S. Did much better overseas, which makes sense because they actually have clubs and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is it's gotten better in the U.S., but I don't think it's ever really been, especially you know in the Midwest, it's never really been a big thing. Yeah, not really thriving. Yeah, there was that there was that rave place down by the train tracks. I remember that. Yeah. Wasn't it called like Tracks? I think so. Yeah, yeah Tracks yeah. and X. They used to have like raves at the Art Factory too. Oh yeah, yeah. So, kind of cool, but they had a small tour. It was 17 dates where 100% of the ticket sales went to local charities, which is pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah, so they just kept the merch money. But in 99, they lost Darcy. I can't talk. They lost Darcy. Um, But Jimmy Chamberlain came back. Mm. So that was kind of when everything started to fall apart. They hired... Holes, Melissa, Oftermar. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love her. And Me I too. love Darcy. I, I love know. them both. I know. I wasn't that upset about her replacing Darcy as I would have been if it was anybody else. Yeah. And then who did they get? Like, who do they have for this tour now? Or, like, not I know, the most recent? don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they released their next album, Machina, in 2000. And it kind of went back to their more traditional sound. And that was when they announced that they were no longer going to be a band. They were going to finish out the tour and finish part two of the album because they have Machina 2. And then, you know, that was that was going to be it for them. They did have that um, for free for people to download if you purchase the first Machina oh. album. It's pretty cool. They had a farewell concert at the Chicago Club, the Metro, where they started playing. And they gave the people that attended the show um, an album titled Live at yeah, Live at Cabaret Metro. And it was a show from 10, 588. Oh, and it was 35 cool. songs. Yeah, really cool. Around that time, too, Darcy was arrested for buying Coke. Yeah. It was like three bags of Coke. Rough time for Darcy. I know. 
Drugs are bad, I'm okay. <laughs> doesn't she just like live on a ranch now? And yeah, just kinda... in Michigan. And yeah, yeah. She was actually, she spent six days in jail because she wasn't taking care of her horses and they were wandering around. I don't know like what the charges were, but, um, but I did oh, read that I she... I didn't know that part. Yeah, she was in jail. So since then, um, they released... Oh, okay. Um, sorry. After that you know, that show where they released the, um, or they gave the album out to the people that attended the show. Um, they had a compilation release called Rotten Apples and a collection of B-sides called Judas O, a video collection of DVDs from Gish to Machina. Oh yeah, I have that. that release I have material. DVD. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. I need to watch that. Yeah, it was, it had all the music videos and then it had um, some live performances and it also had this, uh, this like short film that they yeah use euphoria or vuphoria the one yeah it was the two the two the couple the junkies that live in like the the bus station or whatever maybe that sounds familiar so I feel like I did actually see that but yeah the um the DVD was called Vuphoria and the film I, or do I have that backwards okay Vuphoria was the DVD and the soundtrack for it was called um, Euphoria yes and that was released in two thousand two. It was See what previously they did there. A, Euphoria. <laughs> yeah. It was previously a radio-only release from 1994. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Corgan and Chamber- Chamberlain briefly formed a... Oh, they formed... I uh, can't talk. Okay. Um, Billy Corgan and Cham- um, Jimmy Chamberlain briefly formed the band Zwan with David Pajo. I'm probably butchering that last name. Um, Matt Sweeney and Paz... The lady from A Perfect Circle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And plays in the Pixies now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they released the album Mary Star of the Sea in 2003, but broke up the same year, unfortunately. Because I really like that band. I actually saw their show in Indianapolis, which is really cool. So what about, um, what was the other band? Was it Secret Windows? Something like that? Yes. It was yeah, something like Taylor Hansen. <laughs> what? A guy from Cheap Trick. And uh, somebody from like Fountains of Wayne. And with Billy Corgan? And no, it was, um, was it James Eha? He was in a perfect circle. Yeah, yeah, I think he was. Um, was that? Yeah, because it wasn't, it wasn't Billy Corgan. Because it was like around the same time as Juan was Or was it Chamberlain? Because Chamberlain, I can't remember which one it no, was. No, I think it was James Eha. I think you're right. Let me. Yes, Tinted Windows. Tinted Windows. Yeah, and it was James Eha. Oh, Secret Windows is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a porn. Because I'm dumb. <laughs> no, don't, because it sounds like a porn. <laughs> Secret Windows. This is also the rear window. Um, yeah. Which is great. <laughs> so, um, Corgan released his book, Blinking with Fists, in 2004, and a solo album called The Future Embrace in 2005. In 2005, he took out an ad in the Chicago newspaper, um, pretty much saying that he was reunite or trying to reunite the band. And he, oh, but it ended up only being him and Jam- Jimmy Chamberlain because um, <laughs> nobody else really wanted to do it. They couldn't even get Melissa Vanderoff to to come back for that. Um, they released the album Zeitgeist in 2007, the American Gothic EP in 2008. And the DVD, If All Goes Wrong, which is documenting the concerts. All 
Right. So in 2008, briefly formed the band called Spirits in the Sky, which was a tribute to Sky Saxon of the Seeds. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't know who that band was. But yeah, no idea. <laughs> yeah, nope, never heard of them. Um, in 2009, Corgan released Tear Garden by Kaleidoscope, and that was free online as well. Just I always think it's cool when they do that. Mm-hmm. And then he released Oceana in 2012, and 2013, Oceana Live in New York, 2014's Monument to an Elegy, and then he toured with Marilyn Manson for or in 2015 for the End Times tour, and Chamberlain joined, and then eventually... Um, James Eha, Jimmy Chamberlain, and Billy Corgan performed together for, it was a show, and it was March of 2016. It was their first time together forever. Um, they released, or he released, a, Billy Corgan released a solo album called o- Ogalala. Ogalala. Yeah. <laughs> It's when when in all of this was did he date Jessica Simpson? I don't oh, know the date of that, but that that, that was like was that 2014 ish. No, no, I think it was, it was much that was Tequila Tequila. I think around that time. That <laughs> oh really? Start. Yeah, oh, he dated man. her after oh, Jessica Simpson. Oh yeah, that's so Tequila funny. Tequila went complete. Like she uh, she's was posting all this like white supremacist stuff. Yeah. on Twitter and like yeah. yeah, she really went off the off the rails. I always thought she sucked. Anyway, I agree with that. <laughs> Um, a shot of love. Yeah, I never watched it. I didn't either. I don't really like a lot of shows like that, even though they're so awful that you kind of want to watch that's them. That's like Lindsay's like life. I was gonna say that's yeah. right up my alley. Like I like like I love uh, uh, flavor of love and rock of love, <laughs> but I don't know. I tried the tequila tequila one, and I was like, this is a little too much for me. Didn't a lady poop on the stairs on the flavor of love show? Yes, she did. I remember seeing there was like something on VH1 that would show the. The recaps. VH1, like early 2000s, is like the golden age of reality TV. Yeah. Like the surreal life. Oh, yeah. I I think I kind of remember that. That Yeah, it was where they take all the kind of has-been celebrities and they put them in the house together. And then there were always these weird things that would happen. Like like Vanilla Ice and Gary Coleman got into a fight and Ron Jeremy's trying to break it up. (laughs) Um, The guy that played Peter Brady on The Brady Bunch ended up marrying... uh, this lady that was on America's Next Top Model that was like 20 years younger than him because they fell in oh. love on the show and then they had their own show. Yeah. <laughs> also, sorry, you got me going on. <laughs> no, you're good, girl. You're good. Um, so uh, there was a Rock of Love spinoff called Megan Wants a Millionaire. It was one of the, one of the uh, finalists on, on Rock of Love and VH1 only aired three episodes, I think, because... Um, in the middle of it, one of the contestants uh, murdered his girlfriend and like chopped her up and put her in a suitcase. What the Holy fuck? Shit. Yeah. So they VH1 canceled the show. They took every trace of it off of their website. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. So it was like maybe 2009-ish, I think. So yeah. Wow. That's insane. I know. But yeah, in 2018, <laughs> The Pumpkins Minus Darcy released the album Shiny and Oh So Bright, Volume 1, and the LP No Past, No Future, No Sun. I, there's a couple articles that I, I definitely want to mention, but one um, talks about all the 
the problems that Billy Corgan had with ba- like other people from bands. Um, he had like a feud with Chris Cornell for a while, and it was like over. It was a silly comment that Chris Cornell made, and you know Billy Corgan, of course, had to retaliate. Um, he had a problem with Courtney Love, and that was over. They Didn't were they together have for an a affair? while. Yeah, yeah. And she, um, she he lived with the, him or her and um, her daughter for a while. And he and he wrote a bunch of songs on uh, on. Uh, Celebrity, celebrity skin, skin like right? all the good songs yeah. Yeah. yeah and then she used a couple songs that I think that they didn't use on Celebrity Skin for another album mm-hmm. and didn't ask him his permission which I I think is kind of shitty but she did apologize for it um, he has made some nasty comments about Radiohead he and Kim Deal had a big problem on that Lollapalooza tour. Yeah, what the fuck did he say about Kim Deal? It, um, I couldn't find details about what they said, but then she, I think she um, mentioned, she wrote about him in one of her songs, talking about, um, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was talking about kind of like his ego. Um, pavement. There's the song that talks about... Range Life. Yeah. yeah. Throwing shade <laughs> in Range Life. Marilyn yeah. Manson as well. And they toured together, so that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a really funny Vice article called um, A Brief History of Billy Corgan Losing His Goddamn Mind. And <laughs> it talks about how he took out that ad in the Chicago Tribune, which I don't think is that weird. I thought, yeah, I what exactly? funny, though. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, what exactly is the purpose of that ad? I don't think it's cool. I think it's, like, slightly desperate. Yeah. But then also, like, funny. It would have been kind of neat, though, because you didn't know it was coming if you were reading the newspaper and you were a fan and you saw that and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, I think that's what I was thinking. Um, he held a contest where the winner ended up buying him lunch. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Wait, okay. was that a picture of him out to lunch? Yeah. What oh, are we not eating? mad about that? I think he's eating something out of a Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> that's Which is really funny. That's, okay. We're going to post like, that. I'm not for... mad about any of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it mentions dating Tia Tequila in 2009. Okay. And then dating Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Doesn't say what doesn't year. Say. I feel like it was a pretty long time ago. But yeah. It was a long yeah. time ago. Because she's oh. been married a few oh, times. there's a picture of Courtney Love and Billy Corgan kissing. Yeah. I always thought, I never saw like photographic evidence of their like, yeah. whatever. So I think I did. I think I've seen a couple like video clips of them like going places together. <laughs> like how the next one is fighting with Courtney. Love. Yeah. And it talks about their um, little feud over mm-hmm. the songs. Twitter rant. Yeah. A good Twitter rant. And then they talk about releasing the 44 song concept album called Tea Garden by Kaleidoscope. Um, I mean, it's not that weird because he obviously, you know, for other albums has written a bunch of, bunch yeah. of songs. Um, okay. That it, photo is hilarious. Yeah. It's we'll Billy Corgan. posting all of these on Instagram. Yeah. It's him holding up some fluorescent lights in the shape of a cross. And it says, um, launching a fair, a failed spiritual website. <laughs> and, um, oh yeah. He has a wrestling company. I just found that out yeah, the other day. Launched I had no idea. <laughs> a pro wrestling company. And he, there was a, I don't know the specifics about this, but I think he got in trouble because he actually hit somebody with a chair. Um, is this Steve Wilco's show? What's happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I can, we can post the specifics on we'll put some information about it on our Instagram but I'm pretty sure he he hit somebody with a chair Um, he apparently starred in furniture commercials for a Chicago furniture store like I'm literally not mad about any of this no like and then I don't know what this is but it says (laughs) doing that long ass Siddhartha thing so you might have to talk about that on Instagram too um 
But oh, okay, we I say know that. But there's like only so many posts that we're actually going to make, so don't worry about it. Yeah, um, <laughs> just kidding. It was there eight hours of synth interpretation that he did for um, for something. Let me see. Okay, it's interpretation of the Herman Hesse novel, Siddhartha. So, um, <laughs> and that's it. All right, but well, but yeah, he owns a tea shop as well, which I think that's pretty cool. Okay, like Moby does too. I can oh, see that. Have you guys seen all the stuff going on with Moby? Hilarious. We'll talk about that at some other point, but yes. Yes. <laughs> he, um, let me see. Oh, okay. Um, I guess something that I, I didn't know when I was going through, um, when I was going through, I know we went through this really briefly cause we have a lot to talk about, but cause usually we like to talk a little bit more about the band, but, um, I guess smashing is not a verb for, you know, smashing pumpkins. It's supposed to be used as an adjective, kind of, you know, how British people will say, like, like smashing. smashing. That's brilliant. Nice titties, um, right? Is <laughs> yeah. that what it is? Like she had smashing pumpkins. Like, oh, it's supposed to be like, is that? yeah, it's like, I did not know that. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That's um, funny. But yeah, he had the name before the band even formed. He, you know, that was something that he wanted to call a band, like a future band, but. Um, nice titties. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess James and Darcy started a label for a while with a couple other people, and Jimmy Chamberlain was CEO of a tech company in 2011. Wow. Hmm. All the stuff that I didn't know. That's interesting. Yeah. But so the reason why we're talking about Billy Corgan today <laughs> is the beautiful, beautiful moment that he went on the Howard Stern show. <laughs> And talked about his experience with shapeshifters. And he was so vague about it. Yeah. He basically said that he had an experience with a person who was a shapeshifter and that, like, he saw a transformation that he couldn't explain. So, obviously, there's so many questions. Like, yeah. are we talking <laughs> reptilians? Are we talking about werewolves? A side note, my favorite right. book series it's has a motherfucking werewolf named Billy. So, <laughs> just saying. Um, <laughs> Dresden Files, the nerd. Oh, it's really, yeah, yeah. It's really fun. Um, I think there's just so many things. But, like, so I've already gone down the wormhole of the lizard people. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with that because... Okay. Sneaky shapeshifters. <laughs> yeah, there just was not a lot of detail on like, the on the Billy Corgan thing. Apparently, and Howard Stern yeah. is like dying. He's like William Patrick, tell us. He like, said that he's gonna release a book where he goes into detail, and I really hope that that happens. Like, please, please, Billy Corgan. We all want to read this book. I'm dying to know. Mm -hmm. I'm dying to know. But for people that have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, mm -hmm. lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like my favorite conspiracy theory. Like out of all of them, like I have spent hours of my life obsessing over this conspiracy theory, like not like buying into it, but it's just so fun. I love it. So this guy named David Icke created this conspiracy um, where he is convinced that there is an alien race from the fourth dimension. Um, and I, you know, I have all the information on it. I know all the specifics, but like, does it actually fucking matter? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> like, like, let's just keep it real. So basically there's these like alien shape-shifting lizards that are also breeding with humans. 
It's just so brilliant. Um, there's some hybrids. Yeah. And they are the people that are controlling the world. Yeah. So when you think of all the classic tropes of like conspiracy theories, like of like the Bilderberg group and like Bohemian Grove and all of that, um, he believes that they are all shape shifting reptilians. (laughs) So, so, so Billy Corgan may have had sex with a lizard person. Yeah. But he said that they weren't famous, but like he didn't, <coughs> he didn't say that they weren't like rich or something or influential. Yeah, so who right, knows? Right. But also, and really, even if they were, he probably would have been like, no. Yeah. Another Since he side. Was so not willing to give details. I know. It's like we, there's no way to prove or disprove it. But a little. <laughs> so the funny thing about David Icke, too, is like, I feel like that's just a fascinating avenue to go down as well. Like mm-hmm. this dude was. Um, like a football or soccer player. Um, and then he was like a sports broadcaster. And then like, he just like fell off the crazy train or something. And like said that he had like visions from God and like all this stuff. And like wow. that his purpose in life was to tell the world about the shape shifting lizard alien race. Hmm. So, Um, I think one of my favorite things about it is um, there's this book by John Ronson called Them, Adventures with Extremists. And he interviews um, several different people, but he definitely talks to David Icke. And um, the whole thing at the time was people were convinced that he was making anti-Semitic statements Hmm. um, because they thought that shape-shifting lizard people was code name for Jewish people. Hmm. But um, in his statement, he was like thoroughly explaining, like, no, absolutely not. Like, I don't have a problem with humans. I have a problem with shape-shifting aliens. Like, <laughs> and he's like dead serious. And like, and then you get the take on like from all these other conspiracy theorists and like extremists that are throughout the book. Um, and they're all like, fucking David Icke, man. Like, totally behind what he has to say and then he brings fucking lizard people into it like just stop talking about the lizards man like it's so (laughs) awesome so then there's like so many other celebrities and um musicians yeah that people are claiming are shape-shifting lizards Mm -hmm. um or reptoids or reptilian like whatever you want to call it like they're those are the names that they go by um madonna was one Mm-hmm. Um, there are several pictures of her with like, like the literally like what people are freaking out about is the red glare that happens to people's eyes when oh, they take. Is that what happened in the Britney Spears or what was happening that, in the Britney Spears? That was video? definitely you know some sort of CG, but they they yeah. have her like side blinking like a lizard. Oh yeah, which is really funny. A lot of people think Hillary Clinton is one too. Yeah, Tom um, Cruise. He said that like <laughs> David Icke thinks that the Queen of England is. Oh, all of the royals. Yeah, and actually, um, Britney Spears and Prince William they had this little fling for a while, but it was all like online. And she said that he what? appeared to like be they were flirting on AOL Instant Messenger or something. Yeah, and they would send oh, they what? you know would video chat. Mm-hmm. And stuff, and she said that during moments of heightened arousal, he 
changed into a lizard person that his skin was the color of gray, dirty dishwater. He had black eyes and white teeth and scales all over his body, (laughs) which is funny to picture Prince William in, um, you know, moments of heightened arousal in the first place. But I guess all the Royal family is, you know, they're lizard people. Britney Spears is also being accused of being a lizard person. So why, if they're this, you know, really smart race of lizard aliens, explain K-Fed and you know that whole <laughs> period of her life where she sort of like flipped her shit not the only time <laughs> for Britney my favorite Spears. thing about Britney Spears and K-Fed <laughs> was like after they got divorced and he like was like yeah fuck it I'll take the money and did that commercial for Super Bowl yeah where he's like I've got so much money blah 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 he and then and so it, much money from her though it's fucking ridiculous oh yeah he doesn't have to do anything I know but he did the like commercial where it was like should. the when they had the whole like life comes at you fast so he's like making this music video and like all this like yeah, dumb yeah, yeah. stuff and then it just like goes to him like flipping burgers yeah like come on Kevin hurry up and he just like looks at the camera I was like oh that's my favorite yeah why has, haven't the lizard people killed him I don't know then, good question know. Wasn't he on Celebrity Rehab? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, you know, I'm not as familiar with that one. I think he was. I feel like he would probably whore himself out for anything that he could. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But not So, yeah, I'm not positive if he was or not, but definitely interesting. There's so many things about Madonna being a lizard person, yeah. too, which makes me really happy. Um <laughs> I love Madonna. Like yeah. I, I yeah. freaking love her. But like, I can kind of see Madonna being a lizard person. I can't really do. say why. People are also thinking that Justin Bieber is a lizard person. <laughs> I don't think he is. I think that might Madonna just be like is. some people like having. But I feel like all the musicians that are mostly named are women. Yeah, yeah Katy Perry too. And you, didn't you say Taylor Swift? Oh yeah, I just read this entire <laughs> article about all the reasons why Taylor Swift is a lizard person. <laughs> Um, and it's like she's tall, like and like that. Like that's one of the things. Like um, let me find a list of descriptors. Yeah, yeah, please. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like the alpha draconian. Is that the because that's what they call like one of the groups of the lizard people, the alpha draconian, I guess. Huh. Um. Let's see. <laughs> oh, another funny thing um, about lizard people is. People um, have thought that maybe David Icke got the lizard person like idea from King Crimson from the <laughs> album Lizard. Um, <laughs> and if you like look into it, it's actually like it's pretty funny. Like I could definitely see how you draw a little bit from that. But like anybody inspiring like their life mission to a King Crimson makes me happy. <laughs> like everything about it. Like I don't care if it's true or not. I'm just like I'm here for it. Yeah. It makes me very happy. Um. Yeah, and like they, they've got like side by side photos of Taylor Swift with lizards. with lizard people. <laughs> Let me see. And Is I feel it? like it's like like the ones from like Doctor <laughs> Who and like whatever. Like there's so many like lizard people. Yeah, that's like some extreme throughout CGI. the uh, the sci-fi universe. Like it's it's definitely been a thing that's been around before David Icke was convinced that it was yeah. real. When um, was it that he established this whole? Thing, like I how it was like ago. in the 90s. Okay, yeah. So um, not positive. Apparently, too, they they cloned celebrities. 1991. They cloned celebrities. They, yeah. Did you see? Did you see me that where they say that the um, the lizard people actually clone certain celebrities too? So um, they they tried to do you know mind control first, but if they don't cooperate, then they clone them. 
So they were saying that if Britney Spears isn't actually a lizard person, that she's a clone. Oh, okay. That is really <laughs> it's funny. It's like a failed clone. There's <laughs> is so, that maybe why she had her... Her breakdowns? Yeah. I know, because I think she just had a recent one, too. Mm-hmm. Sad. Aww. Yeah, she's sad. Did. Yeah, I hope she's doing okay. I know. Like, she's had a rough time. It's too bad. But yeah, I saw for the Alpha Dacronians specifically, they're supposed to be 18 to 25 feet tall and can weigh up to 2,500 pounds. And they predate humans by a hundred of millions of years, and they can be somewhat bird-like. And hmm. yeah, some cases have feathers. So I don't know. Um, I think those are different ones. They probably there. I mean, there was so much stuff online because they were even, right. they were even like, connecting them to the Illuminati. Right. Well, I feel like that's I was gonna more say, of I like, feel the like the greys, Illuminati right? fits in here somewhere. Like the greys. That's definitely like an alien race that people are thinking are conspiring against humanity yeah. and infiltrating. But the reptilians, <laughs> god damn it, it's just so fun. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite. Like, if you are ever really bored and just, like, look on, just look on YouTube, like, there's so many, like, terribly shot videos. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, like classic, like, TV glitches mm-hmm. like, from, like, the 90s and 80s and stuff like that. And, like, those captured videos. Yeah. Like, where it's obviously a malfunction of the film. Yeah. Um, and, it, and they're like, oh, oh, you saw. Like, they couldn't hold it in. And so, like, they think that they, the lizard people lose control and then yeah. they can't help, like, slightly transforming. They see, like, different light affects them differently. Yeah, or, like, the flashes from they can't cameras like or stuff like that. Like, those videos where people think that they see UFOs or something yeah. like that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but there's, like, thousands I of lizard this. people videos. <laughs> because, like, I remember being 22, living with my boyfriend in my first apartment, and um, we would just we'd get baked and watch these <laughs> stupid videos on YouTube for hours and hours and hours. I saw hours. one that was, like, a... Uh, <laughs> something spotted in the woods and it literally looked like a like seven foot tall piece of string cheese walking <laughs> like I don't know how else to explain it like kind of like it was like split for the legs and then it, yeah it was so it looked like Gumby sort of yeah, yeah yeah no face though just a just a just a big old string cheese. cheese so something that was mentioned earlier that wasn't on this podcast but I think would be funny to bring up is um it was noted that when you go to Apple Music and look up a picture of <laughs> Uh, of the Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> it looks like a shitty um, like film shot from Twilight. Yeah, like the, oh, the yeah. feeling of it. <laughs> so like maybe we're reading this wrong. Maybe it's not about reptiles. Maybe it's about werewolves or vampires, mm-hmm. skinwalkers. Oh yeah, there's so many different kinds of shapeshifters. There like are. I feel, but I, I definitely it's you know, hard to narrow. I mean, had a really Billy good kind of seems like a like a werewolf vampire. I mean, he does guy. start off a song with. The world as a vampire. That's true. <laughs> and like when he when he did the bald and pale and he wore a lot of like high cut like what the yeah, and wore like a leather that, skirt. And, yeah, yeah, or like the video for Ava Adore where he looks very like vampire. Yeah, kind so of like, like the Hellraiser character. Yeah, a little bit. yeah <laughs> something like that. Like he wants to be a Bella Lugosi or something. Yeah, yeah. So I can see that for him. Yeah, I think they'd be a good match. <laughs> werewolves, sure. not werewolves. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, there's yeah. the video I came across talking about Tom Cruise, um, and there was just like a flap of skin because he's getting older, you know. And they were saying that that was showing like where his like human, um, <laughs> like you know, he was his human costume or mask or whatever is, skin. you know, 
failing, I guess. Oh my gosh. Just really funny. And there's a podcast that I listen to that talks about how he's a lizard person and that's why Katie Holmes left him after she saw him in the shower for their <laughs> transformation and um, that she had helped by the CIA leaving him. It's really funny. <laughs> and, like the, and like the whole Church of Scientology like is all lizard people. Yes. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. I just, man, like, I can never tell if people, because like, like sometimes I'll be like, fuck yeah, I'm into it. And I, I'm totally just being ironic or kidding yeah. or whatever. Um, and I'll just like go along with things for a while, like, but not actually like believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's just all in good fun. Um, but like, I just don't think people are actually taking that attitude about it. I think people genuinely yeah. believe that there are shape-shifting lizards that are running the world. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm just, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to just keep on like talking about how obsessed with it I am. Like, I don't, I'm not even like offering any explanation. I'm not doing a good job at this. I don't care. I'm just, no, I think you're doing great. I'm just so excited that like people actually think that. And David, I definitely believes it. He has like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people. Like he has sold out book tours. And like the Dang. like the thing from the book that I had read by John Ronson, like it was him trying to get into Canada because he's like tied to like all the anti-Semitic statements or whatever. Yeah. Um, the Anti-Defamation League and stuff like that were like put him on the like the list. So he was trying to get into Canada and he was like kind of held up by it because like all these like weirdo like white power like assholes come out to his stuff sometimes. Um, and he's like, no, I don't, like, I'm not affiliated with them. I don't want that. And he, like, had to explain to the security <laughs> people, like, to let him into Canada all about shape-shifting yeah. lizard aliens. And, like, that he, like, gen- and, like, had to, like, basically, like, Yeah, like, I am absolutely insane, but. Yeah, yeah and, but, like, and, like, really, like, really went into it, like, with them. And I'd be like, no, I am, like, I'm absolutely talking about aliens. Like, I'm totally cool with people. Like, <laughs> humans are fine. But, like, aliens, like, I'm just, Not I'm, okay. I'm here for the human race. Like, if you're a human, doesn't matter what race, what religion, whatever. He's like, but if you're a shape-shifting lizard person, <laughs> <laughs> and like the book that he put out all of that information on, which I have not read because I don't, I don't really want to like give him money. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm having weird feelings, but um, it's called the biggest secret, which is like what a, and he like self publishes like all of these books, oh, but like his net worth is like definitely up there. Like the dude's like a millionaire um, from all of these conspiracy theories. I wonder funny. if he was the author of this website because I was reading some of the watching some of the videos on um, it was called RagingReptilian.com. <laughs> what was the, the RagingReptilian.com? <laughs> um, that's actually where the Britney Spears video came from. Um, so good. What was the the link that you sent us because it was talking about um, oh, reptilian overlords? Because that was that was funny. I, I don't even remember what website that was but that yeah. was and there there really is so much information out there so what is what did he say was their ultimate goal you know with this takeover are they gonna just like rule the human race wipe us out absolutely like, there's yeah, so many both. things about it <laughs> no question <laughs> yeah no question, no question about it <laughs> um basically they so why celebrities then? well they, and they're like they just want to kind of like destroy the world and stuff like that because they're yeah. people of influence and, the royals, and power right yeah. um, <laughs> but kind of because they're they, royals 
don't really do anything. But if you like go to David Icke's website, like it's like really focused on like all like the war and the fa- like okay. all the human made conditions that are like tearing society apart. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks that's what the goal of the lizard people is is oh, like to like okay. like bring on all this like terror and famine and like all the wars and just kind of like Armageddon. slowly like wipe people yeah. out. <laughs> it's pretty uh pretty fascinating. <laughs> And I, I feel like from now on, just like I wish I could find that stupid list. Time out. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. Um, of like all the things that make a lizard person. Oh yes, please yeah. do. Yeah. Um, how to identify a lizard person? Yeah, it's like so like they're. Things were like that they're like tall or that they have like green eyes, mm-hmm. um, slightly like reptilian features, and like just like I mean, like it's all just totally ridiculous. But what I want to start doing from now on, from this episode forward, instead of just asking you guys, do you think that this is real or not? I also want your opinion. Do you think they're a lizard person? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a very important question. So, yeah. That's yeah. That's so. Do you think Billy Corgan is a lizard person? I don't. He's like, yeah, he's too moody, and I think, um, but yeah, I don't think that he's a lizard person. Yeah, I think he'd be afraid to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he just had sex with a vampire or something, <laughs> or a werewolf. Yeah, 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 one of those. I'm, I'm, I can definitely see that lizard person, not so much. Yeah, and we can't really decide on that because we don't have enough information to say, uh, you know, to say whether or not it's he really had this experience. Yeah. He did say that he wasn't on any kind of drug. Yeah, he said so, that he was totally sober. So, and it happened more than once, apparently, or maybe he talked. Okay, no, he didn't. Um, he talked about it more than once, but right. Very strange. Yeah, the first time he like had talked about how. It, like he had seen the transformation and then the yeah. second time he went on the Howard Stern show he talked uh, and basically dropped a hint and Howard Stern's like holy shit were you fucking a he's like yes <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh, sneaky sneaky shapeshifters mm-hmm. maybe it's Jessica Simpson that'd be funny <laughs> ooh yeah is she a lizard person she could be because if you be. think about it like she's Got like a fashion empire. Her net worth is like mm-hmm. super high. Oh yeah, I always forget about the fashion. And her whole family's like, fucking weird. You don't take her seriously. They are she very comes off weird. So, stupid. so that'd be you know kind of brilliant. Kind of a good. But cover. she's really short. Yeah. She's really short though. Yeah, she is. So kind of, but because Taylor Swift's really apparently when adult. reptilians are born, it's like the genetic DNA coding that's like in their brain. So it's like they can't really help it. Yeah, or she could be one, like a person that they mind control or that they control. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I bet her the dad's a lizard person. I think so, too. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Bieber? No. Definitely not. No. Definitely not a, not a lizard person. Madonna, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, I, I could see a Madonna being a lizard person, and I'm, like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I accept that. Like, the woman is capable of blending in with every album she puts out to what is pop music. Like if she went through a whole like lizard person era with her like look and her album and everything, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Own that shit. Yeah. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Britney Spears? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think she is either. She has too many problems. 
Unless she's Katie like Perry. working under Madonna. Katy Perry? Person. Nah. Yeah. Katy Perry is John Benet Ramsey. Oh, that's yeah, right. that's, that's a whole conspiracy theory <laughs> right? with like literally nothing to back it up. But like, look at them next to each other on these photos. But that's <laughs> right, also like small child. That's also definitely one of my favorite conspiracy theories. <laughs> that's though. a good one. <laughs> Katy Perry is actually JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> Sorry. No, but it's funny. It makes me think of like that episode of. Um, Broad City when they have like the JonBenet Ramsey Beanie Baby. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> when they go back to give that girl the money from the fundraiser from high school and yeah, yeah, yeah but like they have to sell the JonBenet Ramsey Beanie Baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so good. My Hulu for a while, it was doing this thing where it would play like a clip of a show and then it would just loop that. And I was trying to watch Broad City specifically, um, like not too long after it came out. And I got so pissed off trying to do that that I, I like never ended up watching the episodes. It doesn't do that now, but you're gonna have to watch it. It's I know, really it's great. great. I feel like it's like a re-experience you made twenties. <laughs> I know. I was like Kendra, you gotta watch this. I know. So she watched it all day, and then for we some reason too, somebody told me I remembered that the girls in the show were from Sleater Kinney. Um, <laughs> Definitely not. Is that yeah. a no, that's Portlandia. Yeah, it is. Yeah, in Portlandia. But I thought it was funny because when I turned it on, I was really excited and I was like waiting for them to show up, and then they you know, didn't. didn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like maybe it's out of the loop that I'm watching. It really did. It just like kept looping like the same scene. That's so awkward. Yeah, stupid Hulu. I know. <laughs> All right, so I think that about wraps up our uh, shapeshifter <laughs> episode. I know that this one was a wild card, but yeah, I don't care. Tried to make it work. Yeah, it, it no. doesn't feel wrong. It feels very right. Yeah. <laughs> All and is we'll, right in the in the lizard ruled world. The things I get most hyped about on this show are like obviously all the Satan, ta- all the satanic <laughs> stuff, and now apparently sneaky, I do sneaky like shapeshifters, the weird, like cult stuff. Um, oh, it's so fun. Yeah, and it's you know not as dark as some of the murders but right we have to throw something in there once in a while that's just really ridiculous yeah so, so we hope you enjoyed our awkward uh shape-shifting our, they're not <laughs> awkward i'm more awkward. i'm just gonna shut the fuck up now <laughs> um, and on that note <laughs> well i do want to say we have our email which is our music at gmail.com so if you're a listener that's in a band or, you know, you play music, we'll even, you know, we'll take connections somehow. Oh, my friend's in a band. Um, send us weird stories, things that have happened to you or stories that you know about other musicians or even suggestions of stories that you think that we should talk about. All right. Yeah. All right. That- yeah. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day, evening, night, fiesta, <laughs> good morning, whatever. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hard.